you're listening to the Wellness Kachina podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Have you ever had your soup turn out runny? Or maybe you have trouble getting the gravy to be the perfect consistency. Have you ever needed to make a quick thickened sauce? Don't worry. That's exactly what we're talking about today. Quick shout out to our listener, Adam, for this topic recommendation. Thank you, Adam. So one of my most favorite, most basic sauces can be made from the pan you cooked your proteins in. So for example, if you sear chicken in a pan, there's going to be little bits left on the bottom of the pan. And that's perfect because it's going to impart a ton of flavor into your sauce. This is the beginnings of a pan sauce. All you have to do is choose a liquid like chicken stock or wine or mango nectar, or a combination of chicken stock and wine, or a combination of chicken stock and mango nectar, to deglaze. And that's going to help get the little bits that are stuck on the bottom of the pan and pick them up. And then all you have to do is choose a means to thicken that sauce. And we're going to talk about different ingredients that you can use to thicken soups, sauces, and gravies. So one of the most traditional methods is going to be a roux, spelt R-O-U-X. This is a very traditional French method where you combine butter or some other type of fat, so it could be like pan drippings, and flour in a pan, and you want to whisk it. So the ratios that you want to use for a thinner sauce, use one tablespoon of fat and one tablespoon of flour for a cup of liquid. For a medium thick sauce, use two tablespoons of each. And then for a very thick sauce, use three tablespoons of fat and flour. There are different types of roux. So a blonde roux is going to be very pale in color, and it's going to have really good thickening ability. The longer you cook a roux, the darker it's going to get, and that's called a brown roux. And that's going to add more flavor and more color to a dish, but the more you cook it, the less thickening ability that it has. Another similar method is called a beurre molnay, and that is, again, another French method, in case you couldn't tell by the name. And this is a term for kneaded butter. So by mixing equal parts of room temperature butter and flour in a bowl, you want to mix it into a paste, and then using one tablespoon at a time, Use that paste that you've created and whisk it into your sauce or your liquid. So rather than starting with a roux, so say you forget to make your roux first before you add your liquid, a bourmolnay is going to be a really good way to incorporate thickness uh, into a sauce that you already have going. Another way to thicken a sauce is going to be to add flour. I like to add flour in the beginning of the cooking process. So let's go back to that example of the pan sauce. So perhaps you seared off your chicken, your chicken's resting, and then you want to saute some onions, for example. So you throw some onions into the pan without deglazing the bottom. You start sauteing those veggies, and then you know you want a thickened stock. So this is when you can sift some flour, and it can be flour, it can be rice flour, it can be cornstarch, it can be arrowroot. This is when you start to sift the flour on top of those veggies that you have sauteing. You want the flour to cook on those veggies for about a minute or so, just to get that raw flour taste out. And then you can begin adding your liquid in. And you'll notice that over the course of two or three minutes, your liquid will begin to simmer and it will start to thicken. Another way, so say you already deglazed the pan and now you realize, oh my gosh, I need a thickened sauce. This is when you go ahead and you make what's called a slurry. And this can be done with flour, rice flour, cornstarch, arrowroot, a ton of different options here. So a slurry is when you combine some type of flour or starch with cold water in a separate bowl. You want to mix it together to make sure it's a very loose liquid 
and then you want to add that into your sauce that you want to thicken. And I like to whisk it into the sauce that you want to thicken. So making a slurry in a separate bowl, cold water, and then add it into the sauce. I like using that method with soy-based sauces. So say I'm making a stir fry, for example, and I use soy sauce, a little bit of fish sauce, brown sugar, lime, and maybe a couple of other fresh ingredients, and I want it to thicken. If you allow soy sauce to kind of just cook and cook and cook, it's gonna become more salty, and that's not what we want. We want it to thicken pretty quick. I like using cornstarch for a soy-based sauce like that. And I would say start out with a teaspoon or two teaspoons of cornstarch and then probably double the amount of water the first time you're doing it, regardless of how much liquid you're using. And this will give you a gauge to see how much thickening agent you need to add. So that's kind of a good place to start out. It's really good to note that cornstarch is going to create a very shiny sauce and it's gonna reheat really well. Flour is gonna create more of a dull sauce. It's just not gonna be as vibrant. There's no right, there's no wrong way to do this. They're just gonna have different outcomes and they both reheat really well. Arrowroot, on the other hand, doesn't need to be cooked as long. So flour and cornstarch both need to come up to a boil and kind of hold that boil to, to thicken a little bit. Whereas arrowroot doesn't need to be cooked as long, but I found that it can create kind of a slimy texture and it does not reheat well. Um, in working with clients who are gluten-free, we've, we've tried to use arrowroot as an alternative to thicken things like, like a beef stroganoff, for example. And omitting the flour in a beef stroganoff and using arrowroot instead creates a slimy, very um, like pulled taffy, that kind, of, that kind of consistency. And it's not very appealing. So there is a, a time and place for arrowroot, but if you can use cornstarch or flour, I highly recommend it. Other ways to thicken sauces, egg yolk. So you wanna separate the yolk from the white. You wanna beat the yolk in a separate bowl with no heat, and then add small amounts of the sauce that you're making to the egg yolk. And this process is called tempering, meaning that you're slowly heating the eggs with a warm sauce to prevent any scrambling from occurring. And then you wanna mix the tempered egg mixture back into the sauce and allow it to simmer until it's thickened. I've used this on occasion with soups when I didn't have anything else to thicken it with, but it also works really well for sauces, especially if you're following a gluten-free wellness plan and you can't use any of those thickeners. So egg yolk works really well to thicken sauces. There are also gums that are out there. So like xanthan gum, agar, pectin, guar gum. A lot of these are used in like mass manufacturing to help thicken product. These aren't very widely used in the home setting, but I did just wanna mention them because they are out there and they are options. Another option is gonna to be to reduce. So you wanna turn up the heat to like medium and allow your liquid to simmer. This is gonna allow it to reduce, basically allowing the water to evaporate, leaving a thicker, more concentrated sauce. It's gonna be really important to note though that it's gonna concentrate all of the flavors. So sweet, sour, salty, everything's gonna become more amplified when it reduces. So you may have to adjust the seasonings at the end. So if you are planning on reducing a sauce, don't add the salt until the very, very end because it will become so much more amplified when you add it in the beginning. It's also gonna be really important to continue to whisk or move the sauce in some way to prevent it from sticking and burning to the pan. I really like to use this method of thickening a sauce when I'm stewing beef or stewing chicken for like taco meat. If I'm slow braising some larger cuts of beef and I have a ton of beef stock left over, I don't like to waste it. So I like to reduce it at least by half and then add that shredded beef back in. The shredded beef then soaks up all of those juices and it just becomes so much more flavorful. If you're making a veggie soup and your liquid's too thin, you have the option of pureeing your veggies. 
So remove the veggies from the liquid, puree just the veggies. You may need to add a little bit of liquid when you're pureeing, uh, but not a ton. And then this will help you to achieve a thickened soup. Or if you just want it slightly thickened, you can just puree some of the veggies and this can help to thicken the soup as well. Some quick additions to your soup. You can always toss in some potato flakes. If you have actual pieces of potato, if you have rice, whether it's cooked or it needs to be cooked, oats, again, whether they're cooked or they need to be cooked, or other grains, those can all be great additions to a soup and help to thicken them as well. I wouldn't use those methods to thicken a sauce, but for soups, they work perfectly. Three main takeaways. Thicken with flours, wheat, rice, or even oat. Have some patience. Reduce your sauce to intensify the flavor. Add potatoes or grains to your soup to help thicken. Thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbernettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hi. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. Link is in the show notes. Listen next Monday when I'll be talking about three recipes the kids can make for the family.